Welcome to the Sales Engagement Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Outreach, the leading sales engagement platform, helping companies, sellers, and customer success engage with buyers and customers in the modern sales era. Check out salesengagement.com for new episodes, resources, and the book on sales engagement available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble or wherever books are sold. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome back everyone to the Sales Engagement Podcast. You're hanging out with Scott Barker for the next 20, 30 minutes. And uh, this is going to be a a fun one. I am joined by Joe Matar. Joe, welcome, man. Scott, thank you so much for, uh, for having me. Excited to be here. Excited to have you. And I always do this. I should ask this before we go live. Did I pronounce your last name right? <laughs> no, man, you didn't. But uh, no worries. Everyone uh, butchers it. It's, uh, it's a modder, like an otter. Ah, okay. Okay. Got it. Joe, that's an easy enough one. Yeah, I don't Joe's, have to worry Joe's about good. That. <laughs> you did, you did that one. I love it. All right. And so for the listeners, you are currently the VP of marketing at a cool company called Brazen. But if you don't mind, can you just give us the quick background? I often call it the, the superhero origin story, if you will, of Joe. Whoa, superhero. That, uh, that just uh, leveled up a, a little bit more than maybe I'm comfortable with. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, the, the origin of, of Joe. Um, yeah, I, I guess I'll, I'll start. You know, I'll try to give you the, the condensed version here. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, shortly after graduating from the MBA program at the University of Iowa. And the reason I bring that up is I think that we might come back to this uh, later in the episode. But, uh, you know, my first job out of the business school uh, was in market research. I worked for a media company and, and very soon into that that role or that job, you know, I was, I was working in market research for, you know, a, a company that sold advertisements in the newspaper and TV ads. And I think we learned very quickly, this is back in 2007, 2008, that that wasn't going to be the future of marketing, let's say. So I was really fortunate. I was a part of a small team that spun off and started a digital marketing agency. Um, it was a really, really cool experience. You know, we were doing any, anything from, you know, helping local small businesses build websites. And then we started to do content marketing, social media management. And after just a couple years of, of doing that, we had grown from like four or five people to 30 plus. Um, and, you know, working with, with some you know, much larger and you know, bigger clients in, in the Midwest. And it was, a, it was a wild ride. But actually, one of the cool things that came out of it is, you know, I remember we were working with an organic foods company called Frontier Co-op. And, you know, we're working with their marketing team. And next thing I know, they're introducing us to their, their talent acquisition team, their, their recruitment marketing team, their employer branding team. And they're like, hey we'd love some of that awesome content that you're doing for, for our marketing team. You know, we'd, we'd love some of that ourselves. And, you know, the, the issues that, uh, that talent acquisition professionals face, you know, it's very similar to a marketer. I mean, a marketer is trying to get the attention of prospects to bring them into their funnel. Well, recruiters, especially recruiters in the middle of Iowa, because that's where I was, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're also trying to get the attention of talent and, and they need to do, you know, things like create, content, create videos, build relationships. So long story short, I started to work with, with, with the talent acquisition teams within um, these companies that we were working with. And, and that was kind of like my first exposure 
to recruiting is just like marketing. And so fast forward like five or six years, my wife moved out to Washington, D.C., and, uh, you know, I decided to follow her out here. Uh, we were actually in separate states for a couple years. But uh, when I moved out here, I found this really cool company called Brazen. And uh, the thing that really attracted me to Brazen is the fact that their mission was all about everybody deserves a job they love. And it was like, you know, I had gone through that, you know, earlier in my career, and maybe we can talk about that a little later. But I was also working in the talent acquisition space doing marketing. And it just seemed like Brazen really understood that recruiting is just like marketing. And they brought me in as the, not only the marketer for Brazen, but I think I was like, I, I became this voice for all of the recruiters out there trying to figure out this marketing thing. So, mm. so yeah, been with Brazen for about three years. It's been a fantastic ride. And, um, you know, we're, we're growing really fast right now. You know, I didn't even mention what Brazen does, but, you know, we are a software company in the B2B space. And, and we help companies with their virtual career fair, you know, moving their career fairs online, virtual hiring events. And as you can imagine, recently, you know, since March 9th of 2020, virtual anything has become very popular. And so, you know, we, we've seen a huge, you know, influx our, ourselves and, and uh, yeah, it's a, it's a really exciting time. So I love it. I don't know if that's the superhero story, origin story you were looking for, but uh, gave it, gave it my best, Scott. <laughs> it certainly is. It certainly is. And I want to go through a few points on that, that story, but just for, for the listeners, I think that's, that's what I do want to spend kind of the bulk of the time with you talking about, because I know, you know, we get a lot of sales leaders that listen to this, that probably have hiring goals that have completely had to kind of change the way that it's traditionally been done. And mm -hmm. so I want to kind of explore this idea of what does a virtual sales career fair look like? You know, like yeah. we've, we've all, you know, done career fairs, you know, you invite everyone local to your office, you get a couple, you know, pizzas and beer or whatever, <laughs> play some ping pong, maybe someone does a presentation and uh, you're hoping to attract talent that way. I'm excited to kind of explore what a, a virtual version of that would, would look like. And I know our, our listeners would too, but a few things there I want to touch on. Number one, you get your MBA, you go straight into agency life. I've always said, because my girlfriend runs a, a small boutique agency, mm. it's a grind, man. Mm. You learn how to mm. work. Like I, I think if you're out there looking to hire people and you have someone who's worked at an agency before, mm -hmm. they will know how to work mm -hmm. harder uh -huh. than almost any other industry. Would you, would you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think in, in any job where you have, you know, it's client services, it's like every client has to be like your first priority. And that just puts so much strain on the, the individuals that are executing on their client work. And, you know, the other thing is, it's, just, you know, in client service companies like agencies, it's, it, there's a lot of unpredictability unlike, you know, the, the software space where we've got that reoccurring revenue thing where we're you know, getting subscription revenue every month and we can kind of predict where we're going to be not just this month, but 12 months from now in the agency life, man, it, it is a grind because, you know, you, you're doing a lot of projects. 
Mm-hmm. And um, there's, you know, I, I give a lot of credit to the sales folks in, in agencies. You know, they've got to they've got to understand as, as really as deeply as some of the marketers do. You know what mm-hmm. the services are that 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 you're offering, and you're always changing what it is you're offering to try to stay ahead of the curve, right? Because there's so many other agencies. And then, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's trying to take that uh, value proposition on your services and what you can do for clients and, and get it out in front of, of, of new prospects and, and current customers. Yeah, it's, for, for everyone, it is, it's, it's a grind. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally. So, yeah, listeners out there, if you're making new hire, someone comes from an agency, they will work, 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 work so unbelievably hard and i find it's also there's kind of this feast and famine element to a lot of agencies you're either like just insanely busy or you're out there hustling trying to to make it happen yeah all right and then so you go to this kind of frontier co-op you start working you start figuring out the talent acquisition space you start drawing these compare uh these parallels to marketing which is is spot on right you need to i think both marketing and sales there's a component to the talent acquisition and and recruiting and that kind of starts sticking with you and then you start having this ethos that you know everyone deserves a job they love did that did that come before brazen or did you kind of marry that once you joined brazen yeah some really good questions and and um insights uh, on your part scott i mean yeah i do agree that everything i'm saying here about how recruiting is like marketing it's really recruiting is like marketing and marketing is like sales and and sales is like recruiting i mean yeah they all kind of are um you know rotating around around the same uh, planet there but uh but yeah i mean the the logo or the the motto everybody deserves a job they love it was something that that Brazen believed in very early on in in their you know their origin superhero story, and it's something that attracted me to them mostly because like when I was in in Iowa getting my my MBA and that's where I met my wife. My wife and I were at the top of our class, our MBA pro- program class, a really great MBA program, and we graduated at the height of the last recession. So it's kind of funny we're having this conversation now because obviously the, the economy is, is going through its own swings. But as two individuals who you know were at the top of their class, we really struggled to find a job. And it's just like, you know, it just I remember saying to myself, my wife and I deserve a job we love and we're not getting it. And Yes, one of the reasons was the economy. But if you think about Iowa, while I love Iowa, it is not in a place that is very well connected. Like your closest big cities are Chicago, four hours away, Minneapolis, five hours away, Kansas City, five hours away. So it's just like, to me, it was like, it's unfair. That's kind of how it felt. And I just know tons of other people were going through the same thing at that time have gone through the same thing in the last 10 years and are going through the same thing right now. There is tons of incredible people out there that unfortunately don't have jobs right now because of uh, what's going on in, in the world. And so I think that the message that Brazen has always spoke and always said, which is that everybody deserves a job they deserve, really attracted me to them because I wanted to figure out how I could help people like me who had gone through something similar. 
And, you know, right now is, is a perfect example of that. You know, he started to allude to these virtual sales, you know, career fairs, but you know, that it really, it applies to every single industry and every single type of job. The, the virtual career fair can help companies find these people who deserve a job, who are without a job. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's so interesting how it's, it seems to all, you know, COVID, I feel like has accelerated digital transformation, maybe about mm-hmm. two years, right? We, we, it was all coming. I think anyone who was switched on could see, <laughs> could see where we're going, but it was just slow moving, particularly for larger companies. And yeah. this sort of smash that reality of, hey, we have five years to figure this thing out. And it's really been interesting. And then of course, you know, sad to see that it takes something like this to do that. And, you know, to your point, it's, it's not just entry level folks that have been affected, right? It's not just SDRs being laid off. I know Mm -hmm. a ton of extremely extremely talented, you know, VPs, execs, all, all kinds of people that, that are affected. And it's, it's been tough to watch. So I want to talk a little bit about both sides of the coin. So how, how can the companies attract talent? So I'm sure we have listeners who, who are looking for, for talent right now. It's a little bit different in this environment. And then maybe we'll touch a little bit on the other side too, of maybe some, some ways that if I'm listening right now and maybe I'm one of those ones affected, how I can start to navigate it. But before we get to those two, quick question. So you said this, uh, Iowa, right? Not a, a huge innovation hub. Do you think now that more people have worked remote, you know, Twitter just said they're not expecting anyone back. I, I imagine a lot of companies are going to follow suit, at least make it optional. Do you think that means more people will move to places like Iowa? Maybe cost of living is a little bit less and we won't be as reliant on, you know, big city hubs. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I personally, my, you know, even speaking personally, I live in, in DC in the heart of, of Washington, DC and, and prior to COVID-19 would have never even thought of moving out to the burbs or moving back to, I'm originally from Wisconsin and, and love Wisconsin, but just w- wasn't really thinking about going there. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, like, you know, the, my, my favorite restaurants aren't open, you know, right <laughs> below our, our apartment here. And, and a lot of the, the things that I moved to the city for, and, you know, you pay to live in the city, they're not there. So yeah, I mean, I really do think that there will be a migration out of the cities and I've been reading about it, you know, and, you know, people, especially out, uh, you know, in cities like San Francisco and in, in, in New York, you know, it's just, uh, it doesn't make sense anymore to, to stay there. So, yeah, I mean, again, I'm, I, I don't like to, uh, I'm not a betting man, but uh, <laughs> I, I have a sense that there will be a little bit of a migration for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I just like poking at some of those, those topics. They're fun to, to wrestle with. I'm with you. I think, I think we're going to see a lot of changes in the next yeah. next five years across everything, but that, that being one of them. Okay, so let's go to this idea of setting up career fairs. I know you've done this for a lot of you know different companies. What does that actually look like? Is this me just sending out a bunch of emails, getting a bunch of people on a, a Zoom call together? How do I facilitate this? Talk me through this because it sounds interesting. 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think I'll, I'll take a take a step back and, and start things off by saying the key to whether it's a virtual sales career fair or any other you know career fair that you're looking to host, the key is making sure. And this is you know this is just like in sales and marketing. You know, you know, if, if you have we have sales. Um, people listening, we have marketers listening. The key to attracting anybody is making sure that you're investing in building those relationships before the moment, well before the moment that you need to hire, right? Mm -hmm. So, so yes, there is a component, like you said, of sending out emails and promoting your virtual sales career fair on LinkedIn and social media. But we find that the companies who are that are most successful at this. They have, they have recruiters, number one, that, that get that they need to be building relations with, with, with their, in creating a pipeline. And that may mean, you know, hosting a virtual career fair that like isn't even about their jobs. It might just be a virtual event, which is, hey, come learn more about our company, or hey, come, I have something to offer. I'm a recruiter. I have something to offer, or I'm a hiring leader. I'm a salesperson. I have something to offer to, to those of you out there. Come join our event. I'll maybe review your resume, even though we're not hiring. Yeah. This has nothing to do with hiring. Maybe yeah. I'll give you some advice on your, your, your LinkedIn profile. Hey, you're a salesperson. Come talk with me. I'm a, I'm a leader in, in the sales space. Let me, let me show you how you can set your LinkedIn profile up to be better at selling right? Because LinkedIn is, is huge for, uh, for sales professionals. So if you, can, if you have that mentality, first and foremost, that's what's going to set you up for success at the moment that your company is hiring for, mm-hmm. for sales individuals, right? Yeah. So I, I guess that's, yeah, that's, that's kind of like number one. But you know, then when you get into the tactical pieces of of hosting a virtual sales career fair yeah i mean it's um you know like like you would imagine for an in-person event there there's promotion that goes into it you know emails like you said social media like you said um you know tapping into to your network making sure that all of your sales team and people within your company are sharing the job and sharing the fact that that you're hosting this virtual event but I like what you said earlier, and, and um, I think that this is an, this is a, an important distinction with the virtual space, which is, you know, you said that, you know, we're hiring, let's say outreach is hiring for a bunch of salespeople, you bring in candidates into, let's say your office or somewhere near your headquarters and you eat pizza and maybe you have a, a presenter and you're playing ping pong and trying to give people a sense of like what it's like to work at, at outreach as a sales um, person. That is um, something that obviously you can't do, at least in those same ways in the virtual space, which I think forces companies to think more about their content marketing. You still have to try to, to get the essence of what it's like to work at your company you can never forget about that. I mean, we are all human beings and a lot of our decision-making is, is emotional and, and, you know, maybe um, irrational at times, but uh, you still have to play, you know, I read a lot about, you know, social psychology and behavioral economics, all this stuff applies too. And so when, when you are in the virtual space, you know, you have to lean heavily 
on your content. And so like, you know, like for example, a brazen virtual career fair, you can upload, you know, your videos on your culture. You can put in articles, you can, um, you know, you're, you're having conversations. And so you're thinking about like, what is the, the message I'm trying to, to get across? Remember, it's a lot about messaging. So yeah, so a lot of those same, you still have to think about the same things. It just maybe materializes a little differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's cool. And maybe it's not pizza and beer these days. It's probably more like kombucha and quinoa bowls. That's <laughs> probably more, more like it in tech. But um, I like it, man. I, I totally agree. And I want to highlight something that you said there. Just kind of reiterate it. You know, let's say you are creating a sales career fair. You don't have to call it sales career fair and ha- your messaging is, hey, we're looking to hire a bunch of people like come work for our awesome company. It's just like marketing. You wouldn't say, hey, <laughs> we need a bunch of clients. Please come buy our stuff, <laughs> right? It's, yeah. you're, you're leading with value. It's saying, hey, we're doing a resume review career fair where we're helping people you know, up their game during COVID. Yep. And you're leading yep. with that value. I always yep. say, like, have the, the end goal is you know, getting someone hired on your team. And sometimes in marketing, the end goal is getting someone to buy your product or service. But good content marketing or good events are a, a product or a service in itself. You know, they need oh, to come uh, and that standalone needs to be valuable. Yeah. And I think we, many people sometimes for, forget that. Um, but that's really cool, man. I, I think this will be the, the future and I'm curious to see how, how companies are able to put their culture into a digital, that's a whole other podcast, but put mm-hmm. infused culture in digital formats uh, yeah. is going to be an interesting thing for the future. Okay, so that's the, the company side. Let's quickly, we got a couple more minutes, and just because this is so topical right now, and I think we have 40 million folks out of work right now, what are just some of your suggestions for standing out? Let's say you went to one of these career fairs or you're looking to track down a, a top target company. When you were struggling, you had that MBA, you were looking for that next step. Walk me through your, your process at that point to eventually land a, a job that you felt you, you know, deserved and loved. Yeah, yeah. From so real quick on on the other side of things, and you know, I do speak to a lot of groups on on just this topic, whether it's you know some groups like hiring our heroes. We've got a lot of our our military and their spouses transitioning into into the workforce, and they're wondering how they go about and find jobs in this digital space. By the way, shout out if you're looking for really good sales people. I just know that there's tons of, of our transitioning military members that uh, would make excellent sales folks. So um, one thing you can do as, a, as an employer is, is partner with groups like Hiring Our Heroes. I think that there, there's a lot of great talent. But yeah, I mean, you know, I think that uh, the one thing that I, I do say is, you know, I think that there's 
the the basics to to job search that apply whether it's virtual virtual or not and i'll use a, a sports analogy even though we're not we're not back to sports yet but it's like you know it's the blocking and tackling like any good football team knows that you have to start there and your success is probably 80 percent dependent on whether you can block and, and tackle right and a good football coach would tell you that and you know, honestly the same thing applies in in the job search so what that means is you know, just like companies are trying to to market and, and sell to you, you've got to be doing the same thing in reverse. I mean, it's really just like uh, it's a might sound cliche, but it's it's like um, it's like dating. Both sides of the equation are trying to court the other one, and um, you can either do a really good job at that and, and extend from date one to date two or not and and so like you got you know what i say is it has to be a 360 view of your personal brand has to be in the best you know shine the best light on you as possible so thinking about you know your linkedin profile thinking about your your resume you know what does it say about you and then when you start to get into the process even though and i think this is key even though it is virtual, even though you might be in a lot of these virtual career fairs, for example, you're, you're chatting through text with, with a recruiter, right? Like, it's not like you're on the phone always, or it's not like you're in person. You're, you're going and chatting and having a conversation through text. That does not excuse you from, again, making sure that you're positioning yourself in the best light as possible. What that means is no grammar errors, no spelling errors. Recruiters can see and feel your energy, your attitude, you know, all through the conversation. I, t I talk to hundreds of recruiters every single month and, and they know, they just intuitively know from the words that you're using. So you just, I don't know, I know we're, we're, we're rushing through here at the end, but, uh, but just make sure that you're, you're thinking about your personal brand and, and don't let any of these um, touch points be anything less than, than great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's great, great advice. I'll, I'll pile one more on there and then we'll, we'll wrap up here is I find so many people kind of overlook their story and you need to have a coherent story from like start to finish and really focus on each transition period, kind of like the what you learned and be able to articulate that really mm -hmm. well on like how you grew and what you learned is huge. And yeah. thanks for the shout out with uh, hiring our heroes. I think that's a great one. So all, all listeners go, go check them out. Awesome, man. Well, that went, it always flies by. I wish we had uh, more time. It's, it's crazy how quickly 30 minutes goes, but it's so cool what you guys are doing at Brazen. Uh, you're a wealth of knowledge, man. Thanks for hanging out with me and hanging out with our listeners. And uh, we'll have to have you uh, back again sometime to, to finish this conversation. Yeah. Uh, it's my honor, Scott. You've got a really good thing going on um, with, with Outreach. Love the podcast. You guys are doing some special stuff. You're definitely thinking about your, your marketing and sales as, as a product that provides a ton of value. And uh, hopefully this is a, a little piece of that. So will be for sure. Thank you. And listeners, hope you have a fantastic week. We'll see you next time. This was another episode of the Sales Engagement Podcast. Join us at salesengagement.com for new episodes, resources, and the book on sales engagement now available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or wherever books are sold. To get the most out of your sales engagement strategy, make sure to check out Outreach, the leading sales engagement platform. 
See you on the next episode.